This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Fury, yes. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch. Episode 61, Leroy Fury cast. Future has a new album coming out called I Never Liked You. (laughs) I can't wait. Gotta wait, because that's logic. Uh, You gotta wait, like, logistically speaking. Logically speaking? I don't know. But I have to wait for the album to come out whenever it's ready. Future, I Never Liked You. I'm gonna blast that in my headphones while I'm walking around. Don't have a car to blast it from. Do, but I don't know how to drive it, so I technically don't. But uh, Future, he's back with a new album out. It's been a while. I like the Dirty Sprite 2. Uh, I heard Evil and Purple Rain. I like those as well. But anyway, he's back. I never liked you. And the cover is him in a purple suit with uh, like a sleeping, like some like a sleeping mask on, like over his eyes, covering his eyes up while he sleeps in the back of a luxurious, expensive car. That's going to be a fun album to listen to. Uh, you can hear the women going, Ugh! but he's still boning them. Uh, he's still poking them. <laughs> like all of that, he's uh, toxic guy. He's still getting y'all. So <laughs> he's still winning. And the album's going to be great. And he's sober. He's so sober. I love how sober he is. Like he always talks about, you know, Percocet, Lean, Ice Tea, Spike Lee, like Percocet, Molly, Zannies, Oxy, whatever. He's sober. He looks so normal. He never looks drunk. He just keeps shades on. He's such a normal, healthy-looking dude. And Pusha T put out, I just listened to that like three times in the past two days. Um, it's already dry. It's almost dry. Pusha T, it's almost dry. Daytona, it's almost dry. That's two back-to-back hit albums, man. Both albums are really good. They're smoking hot. Pusha T, Virginia, uh, Future, Atlanta, the South, baby. The South is looking really good right now. Yeah. Straight foundational black Americans killing it. Just killing, doing a great job right now. We out here. Yeah, I'm doing jokes. I'm telling jokes and stuff. My apple tree is dead. Oh, well, I just buy some apples. I want to grow blueberries, maybe. I'm just putting a bunch of stuff in dirt and seeing what sprouts first. I'm terrible. I'm not a gardener. I just have gardening gloves. Uh, I'm waiting for more cool things to happen. Uh, well, today is April 20... Uh, 20... Uh, let me see. Ozark comes out Friday the 29th. 8th Thursday, 7th Wednesday. Today is April 26th. Tuesday, April 26th, 2022. It's like 3.39 p.m. I'm about to tell some jokes in a bar. I'm doing clean comedy today. Uh, doing clean comedy today. Leroy Furious, episode 61. Uh, future. I can't wait. And uh, I like Russell Wilson. Yeah, I like his cool guy. He's more of me. I connect to him. Tell me he's a square. I'm a square. I'm a whole cube. I'm a square too, man. I'm a square. Wife and kids is my in my future, definitely. One wife, ten kids by her. That's in my future. I saw a woman on uh, the gram. Beautiful woman. Had nine kids. She looks done. Like She looks beautiful, but her, like, she looks nice. Like, her skin's nice. She has nice, like, hazel eyes. But her face is just, like, like, it's just stiff. Like, you know, like, she has a very stiff face. 
Like, she just shot out nine kids. And the last one was in 2012. So she got nine kids. All of them are, like, over the age of, like, eight. Or over the or nine and up. They're all nine and up. Nine kids. That's wild. That's beautiful. She should strive for one more. I don't know. It's crazy, though. Like, follow her Instagram if you can find it. I think it's, like, Miss Zon. Miss Zon? I don't know, but I never heard her speak. She's one of those women that have, like, an Instagram page where you never hear her actual voice. She just does, like, a bunch of voiceover videos where she lip syncs other people talking. Only, like, you never hear her real voice. Like, those people are, are kind of weird to me. Like, we know you're real, but you don't speak. Like, <laughs> you ain't got your own voice. It's kind of strange. You never got your own voice. You always use voiceover videos for jokes. You never have your own opinions online. Not a bad thing. Some people just don't want. Some people don't want to voice their opinions online, and it's all good. You ain't gotta keep voicing your opinions on every little thing, like me. Every little aspect of existence in society. Just all right. Here's my thoughts on this. Here's my thoughts on this. This is what I think about this. You ain't gotta do that. You could though. Free speech. I'm an American. Say what you want to say. You know. Uh, but Pusha T's album, it's almost dry. Like I'm really like I'm not a hip hop head. But whenever I hear good rap music or good hip-hop, I'm excited. I like it. Like, I never heard of, like, I never heard a single song by Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Or, um, I never heard a Mob Deep album. Infamous, I never heard Infamous. I only heard Shook Ones. I never heard Infamous, the whole album. I never heard, um, I never heard Cameron playing with Fire. I never heard, um... A De La Soul album, Assassin the 93 one. Uh, I never heard, uh, was it? I, I'm trying to think. I never heard a Q Tip album. Never heard a Q Tip solo album ever in my life. Never heard a Busta Rhymes full solo album ever in my life. Yeah, I never heard that, man. I don't be listening to like people's whole albums. But I know the um, hits. The hits are really cool. I like the hits. I like the hits, the good stuff. Give me the juice. I don't want to have to crack the egg to get to the yolk. Just give me the yolk. I want the good stuff. You know? Uh, Pusha T. Great album maker. Great album maker. Never heard a Clips album. Never heard till the casket drops. But I did hear Daytona and It's Almost Dry. Pusha T really good at rapping. Like the Pharrell and the Kanye production. Nice. You can tell when it's Pharrell because it starts off with the four. Like the thong, 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 thong. And then the beat starts. I love when Pharrell does that. It's always cool when he starts off with the thong, 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 thong. Always has four hits, four drum beats before the song starts. Four little drum beats before the song actually begins. That's always cool when Pharrell does that. I like it a lot. Should I sit on this bench? It looks questionable. I'm going to sit on it. I'm going to sit. Hold on. Fix my tablet. Ha <laughs> ha. There's a blue cock across the street. You know where I am. Uh, talking about, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a turk, uh, rooster, the, the rooster, not the hen. It's a giant blue rooster across the street. Yeah, all these little statues covering their um privates up. It's funny because it's cold out, shrinkage season, I guess. I hope a squirrel doesn't hop out and attack me. I'm sitting in front of a bush. I should move. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move because I don't want a squirrel to hop out of the bushes and attack me. I'm gonna move down some. But yeah, uh, I can't wait. Future's album is going to be nice. I enjoyed Dirty Sprite 2. It's like, I only listen to like six songs off of Dirty Sprite 2. I don't even listen to the whole album. I just like the good stuff. The ones that I like. 
groupies. Uh, little one. My little one keep that thing on. Blah, 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 thing on. And uh, thought it was a drought. And uh, whole hood tied on under investigation. Remember that, that slick talk, that slick talk, the stick talk, that stick talk. Oh, that, that, that stick talk, that stick talk. I like when he collabed with um, The Weeknd. I'm surprised that Weeknd and um, Kendrick Lamar only have two amazing songs together. They only get two songs together. Pray For Me and Sidewalks. They're hit songs. I would've run, I would've run, I would've run, I would've run, I would've run. The sidewalks in my life. Yeah. Who gonna pray for me? Who gonna pray for me? Like, those are some good songs, man. You're suffering. You're suffering. Whatever. Uh, weather's decent today. It's kind of wet outside. Not rainy, but wet. It's wet. The rain already came down. Now everything's just wet. Everything's just wet and being wet. Um, whatever. Not a big deal. It's pretty cool. Things are just wet. They're just wet, son. It is what it is. Things are just wet like that. Uh, I had a cool week. Weekend. I saw the Northman on Friday. That's a fool. Northman is nice. If you like slicing and dicing and stabbing and beheading and poke poke and murder and Vikings. I noticed that Vikings aren't as big. It, but yeah, it's like a it's a historically accurate movie about Viking. Like they believe in Valhalla. They talk to like witch doctors and fake wizard people who um, tell them stuff like, you know, you have to go on a journey to the end of the earth to find yourself and then get revenge and you have to avenge the death of your father. Like all of those things in the movie, I would just, like I snoozed on. But once they start fighting, I wake up and I catch all the action. The violence was so beautiful. All of the violence, like, I'm not going to get into detail, but like there's scenes where like, there's scenes where like people get things done to them with a metal sword that I've never seen done with a metal sword in that fashion. Like the Northmen are real like manly, manly. Like it's dude, the Northmen had white slaves. It's white slaves and it's white on white violence. It's not a single melanated person in the movie. I saw it in theaters for six fifty nine. It made like four million, maybe four it made like some movie it made like twelve million over the weekend. It cost 90 million to make. It cost, it made 12 over the weekend, so obviously it's a box office bomb. But you know, it's Caucasian, so Robert Eggers is definitely gonna make another movie. It's not like when like Caucasians make a movie and it makes no money, their career's over. Robert Eggers is gonna make a fourth movie. Like The Witch was, uh, Lighthouse was better. Northman's his best work. Robert Eggers, Northman is his best work. Yeah, I'm a fan of Northman. I'm gonna watch it again when it comes on digital. Northman's wild, like Northman's really, it's so brutal, it's just like, oh my god, all of that? Really? You doing all of that? Like, you gotta do that much? You can't just stop it the third time? You gotta keep going? Just bang, 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 bang. It's like, okay, bang, bang, bang is enough, but you went bang, 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 like, okay, we get it, like, you're gonna also hurt yourself if you putting your body parts on against that guy's body parts that much. Like, you're gonna, like, really, like, get it in. Like, ooh, it's a brutal movie, but you gotta watch it. If you don't like, if you're squeamish, don't watch it. If you're squeamish, you can't watch it. They do things in this movie where it's like, okay. It's not as gruesome as, like, a bone tomahawk. 
or like a hostel, but it's like, whew, they get it in. They really get it in. I was literally in theaters like, oh, oh, oh. I saw it in the hood, so it was empty. Uh, it was like two people in the theater. It was like me and another guy who also had on like a baseball cap. He was just sitting off, he's sitting in the middle of the theater. I sit off to the sides because I'm very paranoid when I go to theaters. I don't want to sit in the middle. I don't feel safe. I like to sit on the sides. I like to sit in the movie theater if it's empty, somewhere where I can see the exits. Like some movie theaters, you walk in and you walk straight down. And the seats are right there. No stairs involved. Some theaters, you walk down and then turn around and you see all the stairs and all the seats. Those theaters, I sit right in the middle and I can get a good view. I get a good view of the screen and I get a good view of the exits. Just in case any suspicious characters walk walk in, and I gotta stay vigilant, vigilant, vigilant. I gotta stay not a vigilante. I gotta stay vigilant. Is it vigilant? Vigilant. I gotta stay vigilant. Gotta stay vigilant. Keep looking to the side, make sure nobody trying to come at you, you know. But uh, when I go to the theaters, when I see the five, the six fifty nine dollar, six dollars and fifty nine cent movie, I sit all the way up to the side and I just look. I be peeking. So if someone comes in the door, I just go like that, and I can see them automatically. Like security, like, oh, I got my own little laser sensors on. Heat sensors. Heat-seeking pupils. I can see everything. Keep my eyes open at all times, you know. People walking by me looking weird, looking all suspicious and sneaky. Got to stay open. Got to keep your eyes open at all times. Like last week, I ate a burrito, and I had my camera filming me. It was on selfie mode. So I can look at the camera and see my face and see whoever's directly behind me at all times. I think everyone should eat with a mirror. You should eat with a mirror. Take a little mirror with you and just put it in front of you so you can always see who's behind you at all times. Always see. Just keep on looking side by side. I got to brush my teeth too. What time is it? I got to brush my teeth. I'm doing comedy at, uh, at like 7 o'clock. I'm going to pull up to the spot at like 4.50. Right now it's 3.49, so I got a whole hour. It's 3.49, I got an hour to kill. I got time to kill, baby. Time to kill. Oh no, don't kill the time. The time is my son. Don't kill my son. My son is the time. Shut up. That was an old, like, that was an old man's voice. I wasn't doing anybody in particular. Like, don't kill the time, the time. I have the time. Don't kill the time. The clocks. Oh, those. Darn dirty clocks. Don't kill the time in the clocks. The clockerinos. I'm gonna brush my teeth right now. You're, you're welcome to watch. What time? I've been doing 14 minutes. I should take a 15 minute break, brush my teeth, and come right back. That's what I'm gonna do. No, I've been talking for 15 minutes. I'm gonna stop the 15 minute mark of this podcast. I'm gonna brush my teeth, and I'll be right back. I got my toothbrush out. Gotta get my toothpaste now gotta stay vigilant and keep a fresh breath gotta keep a fresh breath at all times you know gotta keep a fresh breath my teeth yellow but my breath don't sting that's the thing about me you can't have a yellow you can't have yellow teeth and bad breath the combination is terrible i've been watching this show called um the real ones by john pointer he has a guy named bubba who's an actor he's a rapper and all the women that he's selecting also rappers, and it's good. Geraldine just got kicked off the show, and then he kicked off Angela, the little short one who's cute, but he kept talking about she stink, her breath stink. So now it's down to QT and Diamond. It's like Flavor of Love all over again, minus the like violence. Q 
QT and Diamond are both beautiful. I think you should pick QT. Uh, I probably pick Diamond because she seems like more of a woman than I can handle. But uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm watching the show right now. It's called no, it's QT Diamond. And, uh, what's the white girl name? Clementine. I forgot her name. I think it's Clementine or something like that. I gotta put my um phone under me now because it's raining. It's raining. It's raining. The rain's pouring now. I knew it was gonna be wet today, but now the rain's coming down. Let the rain fall down to my dreams. Let it wash away. I'm wearing jeans. Come clean. Come clean. Hillary Duff. Take a puff. You know what? I should brush my teeth without spit. Without without liquid. I should just brush them. Alright. I'll be right back. Brush my teeth for a minute. Hold on. Alright, I got 21 minutes left on this camera. Uh, that's enough for me. Uh, my teeth are minty fresh now. I have minty fresh teeth. My teeth are minty fresh. My breath doesn't stink anymore. It did. It might have stank, but I didn't know. I was wearing a face barrier over my mouth and nose, and I didn't smell anything bad. Now I want to wear it again because I know it smells good. I like the smell of my breath when it's fresh. I love having a fresh breath mouth. I love having a fresh breath. Nothing better than having a fresh breath. Having a fresh breath is like some of the top tier things in this life that doesn't cost a lot to achieve. Like a fresh breath does not cost too much to achieve. You know, don't swallow the fluoride, obviously. That's bad for you. But a fresh breath is one of the best things in this life. Like I take a fresh, like if I have a fresh breath, if I have, some, uh, my phone just vibrated. If I have like a fresh breath and I also have, um, I'll wait. I got all day, son. Got nowhere to be for the next 50 minutes. EMT, saving someone's life. Boo! I'm a good person. Uh, I save people. I drive fast and I go, I, I, I drive past, uh, what you call it? I drive past stoplights. I, I don't care. I do what I want to do. I'm an EMT. Ugh. Loser. Go save a life. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Having a fresh breath is like almost close to taking like a, it's like a mouth shower. Like, you know when you take a shower, how you feel good? Like, ooh, I'm all fresh. My body's clean. I took a shower today, by the way. I took a shower this morning. But like, you know, oh, I took a shower. I feel so clean. I'm so fresh. Ooh, I'm nice. I'm all dandy. Mmm. I feel good now. I feel all hot and fresh and dandy. Yeah. That's how it is brushing your teeth. I feel hot, fresh, and dandy. I always feel really hot, fresh, and dandy. Like, oh, man, I feel good. That's me. Always, Mr. Hot, Fresh, and Dandy. Always feeling all good and nice and stuff. Always feeling all good and nice and stuff. Yeah. Always feeling good and nice and all that good stuff. Nice and fresh and good and nice. Uh, and all of that kind of stuff. The little bird. The little bird. Uh, I think I just called him a, a bad word. I call him a, a racial slur. Oh well, you're not as cool as a penguin. Because penguins are in the Arctic. They're always cool. La Rata! El Rata La Rata! This Riddler's got the worst Spanish in the world. That's the worst Spanish I ever heard. My name's Oz. La Rata, La Rata. El Rata, La Rata. La Rata, El Rata. Hold my lips on, chap. Can't see my face right now. I have a mirror on me, but I don't feel like finding it. Oh, a bigger bird. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
Norseman's cool. I watched, um, oh, I watched Better Call Saul season six, the first three episodes. I can't spoil it. I can't spoil it, but it's so good. I love uh, the characters. I love the Ignacio, Lalo. I like the Salamancas and the whole Mike Ehrman truck with the uh, Gus Fring. Yeah, I like all these characters that we know die in Breaking Bad are in this show. Like all of, spoiler alert for Breaking Bad if you haven't seen it. It ended in 2013. It ended nine years ago. But if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, uh, Gus Fring's friend that he cuts his throat with the box cutter on the box cutter episode, he's on Better Call Saul. Gus Fring dies in an explosion. He's on Better Call Saul. Uh, Hector Salamanca in the wheelchair ringing the bell who also died in the same explosion that he caused to kill Gus Fring. He's in Better Call Saul. Uh, season six and they're all there. Mike Ehrmantraut's in there. He kill, He gets killed by Walter. Walter runs up on him and shoots him with a pistol. And he lets him die in the um, grass. Better Call Saul is, is one of the best shows out right now. It's, season five was gnarly. First four seasons were good. But as soon as they brought Lalo Salamanca in, who's pretending to be Jorge de Guzman, and he got bailed out for seven million after killing the guy from Saturday Night Live behind the register at the um, little traveler check place. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, it's a good show. I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm liking it all. I'm liking all of the Better Call Saul's. First three episodes are crazy, though. First three episodes are wild. Ah, the twins are in there, too. The Salamanca twins, the cousins, they're in there, too. And they're um, still alive, obviously. Tuco was in there the first season of Better Call Saul until he beat up Mike and went to prison for it. Went to prison for beating up a white man. He ain't getting out no time soon. He might get out around the time Breaking Bad happens. Starts off. Raymond Cruz is a great actor, another great actor. Played Tuco. Whoa, you see that? When he beat the guy to death with his fist, he just kept punching him, punching him. And he said, whoa, look at that. Like, Tuco's crazy. Tuco, the Salamanca is just a wild family altogether. I'm not gonna change my name to Leroy Salamanca. I'm Leroy Furious. I'll keep it at that. Furious Styles is my guy. No one's gonna fix that, is it? Are they? Are they? Is they? Is you is or is you ain't? Is you is or is you ain't my baby? Alright, my phone's on 18%. So it's probably gonna die soon. I thought I charged it. I charged the phone up before I left the house. I guess it was in my fanny pack and it kept going on and off and on and off over and over again. Because that's how technology works sometimes. I saw a video of Stephen Joe in a self-driving Hyundai. I don't think it was self-driving. I think he's just from Florida. So he didn't feel like driving. So he got in the back seat while the car was rolling. And he didn't crash. He might still be alive. I don't know. He's a wild guy. Stephen Joe. Mr. Kaka. I used to watch a lot of his videos. Then I stopped because he stopped making them. Now he got a new cameraman. And then, then I guess he got he's back to making weird videos again. So I'm... Subscribe to his Instagram. The Graham. I don't care. Uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter for $43 billion and everyone's mad. I don't care. I didn't know he was a Nazi or whatever. I guess he's might. I don't know. I don't care. I'm. But hopefully you can say more wild shit on Twitter now that he owns it. Hopefully Twitter's got some kind of like freedom with it. Hopefully he gives Twitter more freedom to say shit I want to say. Maybe. Hopefully so. I don't know. I don't hate Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos because, you know, if I was a billionaire, I'd be a piece of shit. I'd probably be worse. Like, he's withholding the funds. Like, yo, shut up. <laughs> like, shut up that he's withholding the funds, bro. I don't care that he's withholding the funds. 
you got a fire stick. You're stealing stuff too. You're a criminal as well. You got the fire stick. You're stealing stuff. You're a criminal, just like he's supposed to be a criminal for withholding the wealth. Whatever. Uh, I don't care. I'm not rich. I'm not wealthy. I'm nowhere near. I have nowhere near the grains of rice that he has. Therefore, I don't care. Uh, we both take dumps out of our bum holes. And uh, Leroy Fury Cast, episode 61. I've been speaking for 22 minutes. I'm going to give you another 10 as soon as I charge this phone up. And that may be at home. Be on the lookout for my other podcast with Chris Golden about movies. I will release the title and the trailer for the podcast eventually. Alright, Leroy Furycast, episode 61. I shall return very soon. Like, comment, subscribe. My my Twitter and Insta is also Leroy Furious with the ad symbol, as well as my Venmo and Cash App. It's all Leroy Furious. L-E-R-O-Y-F-U-R-I-O-U-S. Leroy Furious on everything. Only fans is Leroy McSlutsberg. Leroy M-C-S-L-U-T-B-E-R-G. Episode 61. I'll be right back. You know what, dude? <laughs> you know what? Atlanta uh, Season 3 Episode 7 Training to the Bone. That was the perfect blend of horror and comedy. The perfect blend of horror and comedy. Uh, Leroy Furycast, episode 61. I told y'all I wasn't going to just wrap it up. I had more to talk about, and I did. Right now, it's uh, 7 a.m. on a Friday morning. I'm feeling good right now. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm not, I'm a little shooketh. Because last night's Atlanta was very, very interesting. <laughs> It was very interesting. I didn't do comedy. I stayed home. I said, I'm going to stay home today. I'm going to chill. I watched Atlanta. And uh, tonight's episode was very, very funny and eerie. It was the perfect blend of comedy and horror. I'm going to get right to it. At the end of the episode, there's a picture of Sylvia and Bash. Where they're staring directly into the lens of the camera. And then that photo is shown towards the camera that the viewers are looking through. Which is the camera that they film the show with. And that shook me. It is Scarmit for Life. That's even scarier. It reminded me of the ending of, uh, what you call it? High Tension. Remind me of the end of High Tension when she looks at the girl who's the victim of the whole movie and she just reaches out at her like <clears throat> she just reaches at her. It reminds me of that. High Tension is my favorite horror movie. But basically the episode starts out with a, a dad jogging through New York City. And when I saw that, I immediately said, yes, a dream episode. I call them dream dream episodes. Like Three Slaps. In the big payback. Episode 7 of season 3 of Atlanta. Was a dream episode. When I say dream episode. I mean it has nothing to do with Earn, Vanessa. Alfred. Alfred or Darius. It's just it's own episode. 
And that's exactly what this was. It was his own episode completely. It was just basically talking about how, like, you know, Caucasian people who have a lot of money hire nannies of different ethnicities. And those nannies basically raise the kids because the parents are too busy to raise their own kids because they're so rich. And they have to do rich people things like yoga. At the beginning of the episode, when the dad gets done jogging, he goes home. And when he gets into the house, he's like, what's going on? Why is my son, Bash, still here, basically? And he's like, uh, whatever. Where's Sylvia? Sylvia's the nanny. And the mother's like, "Mm, I don't know, but I have to go to yoga. So then the little boy's like, you know. I don't want to eat the breakfast. And she's like, why do you want to eat the breakfast? She's like, the bread's too bland. I need some of that spicy um, curry. Spicy ghost curry. Whatever you call it. Spicy curry. I need some spicy curry. Hold on, I should know if it's spicy ghost curry. Because Sylvia's deceased. <laughs> and there might be ghost. Let me go back and watch it. Let me go back and watch it. Let me go back and watch it, Lanza. Who watch this creepy episode again. Go ahead, back and watch it. Alright, I'm on my on demand. I'm clicking on it. And what I like most about um Atlanta this season is I'm not watching the trailers. I'm never watching the trailers. I'm getting right to the episodes. Cause the trailers spoil too much. Alright, the kids sitting in the living room. And the wife's name is Bronwyn. What kind of name is Bronwyn? Yeah. They don't know where Sylvia is. They've been trying to reach her all morning. Uh, they got the kid of Eds Benedict. I don't even know what that is. I don't get eggs anymore. I'm really watching this episode right now. I'm really watching it live. Yeah, he said, can you try the bread? He said he doesn't like it. And also, not only that, the kid, uh, Bash, he's watching The Proud Family. <laughs> he's watching the new Disney Plus. Spicy Curry Mango. Spicy curry mango. The kid needs more spicy curry mango. And it says slight pepper curry mango. That's what it says. Slight pepper curry mango. Alright, I just got some lights in here. It says slight pepper curry mango. And then he's still watching The Proud Family, which is a good series, the new one. I don't mind it. Some people are mad at the theme song. I'm not. I know Beyonce is expensive. And the dad tries to try the spicy curry mango and realizes that it's too spicy. It's not slight pepper. It's very spicy. It says slight pepper, but the boy Bash calls it spicy. Anyway, when they find out Sylvia dies, someone knocks on the door. Like, you know, knock, knock, knock. They go to the door, see a package that says for Sylvia, the deceased nanny. Uh, the father just leaves it there and says, I'm not opening that. It's not for us. It's for her. She's deceased. She's not here. Later on in the episode, you know, um, they take the kid to school. They drive their own kid to school, like, you know, most parents do. And then, uh, he's like, Batch is like, can you walk me to class? Sylvia, walk me to class. He's like, where's Sylvia? I want Sylvia to take me to school. And the mom's like, well, Sylvia's not here. Because they don't want to tell him that Sylvia's dead. So, uh, mom walks the kid to class. Bash. And, uh, later on in the episode, 
This is the second attempt, another knock on the door, and the package is still there. And uh it's the same thing, it's his second attempt, still still the package. And he's like, Oh he's not I'm not opening this again. I'm not opening it. And then they say, We should go to Sylvia's funeral. We know where it is, let's go to the funeral. And they drive down to the funeral and someone calls him a cockroach and they meet Sylvia's daughter, beautiful woman. She's like, Don't mind that cockroach isn't as bad as it means. And then Bash in the back, she says, Cockroach in a nude, something like that. He says some kind of slang. I guess he learned from Sylvia. He says some slang that he learns from her. And she says, Ah, you must be Bash. Sylvia talks a lot about you. As if Bash is her own kid. And, uh, basically she's like, Ah, I know about you. You know our slang. Cool, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to fast forward to it right now. And while he's in bed, his mother's like, all right, you ready to go to sleep? And uh, he's like, I can't sleep unless uh, Sylvia sings sweet, sweet TNT to me. And that's when he found the other package after that scene. And he says, and the mom's like, well, I don't know sweet, sweet TNT. Trinity to the bone. I, can't, I don't know that song. So I'm going to sing you a regular old lullaby. And he's like, okay. And then like, while well, they're trying to sleep. He wakes up out of nowhere and just pops up in front of their door. And he like, she's like, yo, you're so quiet. I didn't see you there. And he says, I can't sleep. I'm scared. Usually Sylvia sits in my bedroom. Sits in my bedroom until I, like, go to sleep. And he was like, you know, they're like, well, all right, we'll just wait. You can't sleep in here with us, but we'll do something. Whatever. They end up going to the funeral for Sylvia. And then they meet the lady that said, ah, you must be bad. Sylvia talked a lot about you. And, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for Atlanta, season three, episode seven. I just woke up. I had to talk about it. And while they're in bed, thinking about the, and when, before the little boy pops up on them in their bedroom, they're literally contemplating the next ethnicity of nanny they want to buy. Like, uh, should we get Mandarin? Maybe... Maybe Bash can learn to speak Mandarin. And they're just like, your kid's creepy as hell, too. Like, Bash is so creepy. He's super quiet and creepy. And she called him Baby. He's like, your Sylvia sits in my room when I'm scared. <laughs> and sometimes she rubs my back in circles and sings the sweet, sweet TNT song. I heard the song. It's a really good song. He's in a circle. He really wants Sylvia back. Sylvia made a big difference to his life. Little kids are creepy as fuck. And she sits in the chair and she rocking. She sits in the rocking chair and sings the song. Oh my god. Donald Glover's a genius. Like the way this whole episode came together is amazing. Oh my goodness. It's so scary and but it's like it's scary. All of this stuff about Sylvia being deceased is super frightening and super scary. And then they go to the funeral itself. And that's the comedy. Because at the funeral, it's like Trinidad and Tobago people. Trinidad, Trinidadian and Toboggan people. I think Trinidadian and Toboggan. They go to the funeral in New York. And like at one point, they ask the dad, like, hey, you want to leave your... He's like, where do I park my car? I'll take you to the parking lot. And when they go to the parking lot, it's this little kid who's like probably 16 years old with some headphones on. And they told the dad, they said, um, hey, let me see, oh yeah, cockroach has no place at a final party. 
Yeah, cockroach has no place to foul party. I think they call it Caucasians, cockroach. So Caucasians, cockroach, Cajuns, whatever. But anyway, um, they parked the car in the back of the um, video. They told the dad, just leave your keys on the hood of the car and this teenage kid will take care of it. So he leaves the keys on the hood of the car and the teenage kid is paying no attention. He's just still on his headphones, nodding his head. And the dad's like, yo, yo, I'm right here. I'm like, yo, you want to park my car or what? You want to park my car? And the kid's not paying attention. And that's when I'm like, keeping my keys in my pocket. I keep my keys in my pocket. I don't even drive. But I keep my keys in my pocket. I'm not about to leave my key. I'm not about to like leave my keys on the hood in the car with some nonchalant kid. That's what Jamaicans too. When you go to Jamaican businesses, they're never at the front desk. But when you leave they pop up. It's a joke that someone told on Death on Bad Boys of Comedy, but it's true. I went to a Jamaican restaurant once with an older family member and we were waiting for like a whole minute and we said they must not want no money, so let's leave. And as we walking out, they say, hey, where you going? And I'm like, nah, we just left. Like, yeah. Yeah, you just not paying attention. Yeah, Richie. Richie was the teenage kid. He was just on his headphones, not paying attention. And look, they got Paperboy Homecoming Tour. Oh, I just noticed that. They have posters of Paperboy's tour on the back of the funeral home. It's a Paperboy Homecoming Tour. So there's some Paperboy in here. There's some... One from the original cast still in the show. That's good to know. Alright. Gotta watch Atlanta twice for Easter eggs. But while at the funeral for the Trinidad and Tobogan woman, Sylvia, her whole family's there. And when they sit in their seats, next to them, to the left of them, is fucking Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks, who's a good actor, just a wild dude. He's kind of like uh, Shia LaBeouf. Like he's a good actor, but off off screen he's just a wild motherfucker like he's just like odd and weird and I actually saw Chet Hanks on a podcast uh it was like a bunch of comedians Eric Griffin and all of them Chet Hanks is a fucking he's a different dude nigga different nigga different as hell <laughs> he's Tom Hanks son Tom Hanks and uh Rita Wilson son the nigga just weird he just, he's an odd guy he keeps doing like the little, you know, man, you know, everything gotta be Irie, the Patois accent, you know, the Caribbean accent. And he's on the episode. Yeah. Chad Hanks is sitting right there with a bald head and a Bluetooth on, and it's hilarious. You can't even see his face until he backs up. And that's when I started laughing. I'm like, holy shit, this is hilarious. And they say, well, you from Trinidad, Tobago? He's like, nah, from Tribeca. Like, yo, they really got Chad Hanks in here because he's a fucking actor. He's an actor, yaks. So he's in this show, acting like he's from Trinidad and, Tob- and Tobago, but he's from Tribeca. But he got the accent. And it's the funniest shit in the world. It's hilarious. Donald Glover's a genius. Donald Glover's a genius. Trinity to the bone is hilarious. Donald Glover's a genius. <sighs> but anyway, um, at the funeral, Sylvia's daughter gets on stage while everyone's dancing to Trinity to the bone, the song, Sweet, Sweet TNT. Oh, Sweet TNT. And she starts crying, like, everybody shut up. Everybody shut up. We needed Sylvia. Where was Sylvia for us? She was always protecting this other family. Always protecting, always there for this other family. 
and the summer like she was providing for us. She was like, I don't care. Where was she for us? Where was she at when we needed her? We needed Sylvia. Where was she at for us? And I think about that shit. Like, yo, these nannies from other countries, they work for these white people and take care of these white people's kids and raise these white people's kids for money. And they send the money back to their family. But, like, how much are they really there for their own family? Like, all of that time is occupied being nannies. It's crazy. Not knocking them. I'm just saying it's kind of weird, like, how that's, like, that's being a nanny is. Like, you're always taking care. You live with a family. You live with them. They most likely have very nice homes. So, if you're living in a nice house and you're working, like, full time, you get days off, but you're working full time. I only know one nanny. She's very young. Stand-up comedian. Beautiful woman. But she's a nanny, and she talks about it in her stand-up. And I haven't seen her do stand-up in a while. I hope she's still doing stand-up. I'm not going to say her name. But, uh, yeah. But that's that's kind of like, uh, like, full-time job working with a fam- for a family. You're living with them, too. You're not working for them. Kind of like how Jeffrey was in the old Fresh Prince. The new one, he's a, um, 007, basically house manager, which is cool. But I always think about that, like, are they, what's an indentured servant? I don't want to say that. What's should I Google the word indentured servant? But basically, you work for a family full time. You get paid for it. You, know, you spend your money how you want to. You're not spending it on rent, though, because you live with the family. I don't know. That's some rich people shit. I'm too broke to even know what a nanny really, like, what's going on, man. But that's some, like, weird shit to me, dude. It's weird. It is weird. Indentured servant. It just taps into how, like, rich white people, yeah, indentured. It means, yeah, you're a servant, a person, under contract to work for another person for a definite period of time. Usually without pay, but in exchange for free passage to a new country during the 17th century, most of the white laborers in Maryland and Virginia came from England as indentured servants. Nannies are not indentured servants. That's why I have to Google shit before I speak. No, she's not an indentured servant. She's a employee. She's an employee for a family. But that's like full-time-ish. It's kind of like full-time. Like you're kind of just working full-time for another family. That's weird, man. Just living with another family. I can't imagine I need a job. My job is to live with another family. Like, that's my job. Living with another family. But yeah, man, basically, Sylvia's daughter was saying, where was she for us? She was always there for them. She was always there for the Warners. Always there for Sebastian. But not here for us. Take care of another family. She should have been taking care of us. She was like, Junior, where was she when you got jumped and you called her near her help? I don't know what she could have did for him getting jumped, but I guess she was supposed to be there for him getting jumped. To save him from getting jumped? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the funeral was a funny scene. Then they started fighting. Everybody was fighting and arguing. And then they're like, look, you're scaring the white people. And that's when I said, man, fuck the people. Fuck the Warners. I'm not trying to impress nobody. You're going to scare the white. So what? Let them be scared. Let them leave. And then the father was like, oh, I'm not scared. I just need to, we have to go. And at one point, someone named Goochman Lick, 
sent the father a picture of an anus. I didn't understand that. Why the father received a picture of an anus. But he did. He received a picture of an anus. Uh, airdrop. Someone airdropped my photo. In the middle of the funeral. Someone by the name of... Yeah, Gooch Lickman. Sent the father a picture of an anus. Or some type of food. Maybe an animal anus. I don't know. But anyway, they go back to their home. Their expensive-ass apartment at the end of the funeral. And while they're there, they're all laying in bed. And they hear another knock at the door. So it's the third attempt at the package, obviously. But this knock is disturbing because it's like knock, 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 knock. It's like continuously knock, 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 knocking. And then the father finally goes and answers the door, and the package is there again for the third attempt. Opens the package up, looks at it. It's multiple photos of Bash and Sylvia. Just multiple photos of Bash and Sylvia. Multiple photos. And he looks at them and they're just sitting. It's Bash sitting on Sylvia's lap. And then he goes behind it and sees another photo. It's a close-up of them together sitting on her lap. And he switches it out. And before that even happens, while the kid's laying in bed, he looks at the rocking chair and says, Good night, Sylvia. Basically, Sylvia's spirit still lives on, which is perfectly normal. His spirit still lives on. And then he looks at another photo, and this is a photo of Bash and Sylvia looking directly into the lens of the camera like this. She's looking serious, and he's looking like this. Kind of like creepy looking. And then you can hear Sylvia's voice singing Sweet TNT. Like she's just singing the song. And then it just goes fades to black. It says directed by Donald Glover. And that shit's scary as fuck. See how they perfectly blend humor and fear in Atlanta? Fucking humor and horror perfectly. Also, while they fought at the funeral, Chet Hanks pulled out his phone and said, World star, world star, because it's still a comedy show. Gotta keep it funny. Yeah, oh, how I love my country, sweet, sweet TNT. Yeah, all this sugar can be good for me. And you can see Sylvia's eyes in a photo at the funeral as well. At the funeral, you see her eyes. There's some good casting, too. Like, the woman that plays Sylvia and the kid that plays Bash, they both have very sinister, leering eyes. Their eyes kind of pierce into your soul when they look at you. And while they're doing the funeral, like, the little boy's like, amen, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. And it's funny to see little kids do things that adults do. I remember one time my grandmother took me to this parking lot concert for, like, Jesus songs, Christians. And at one point, they let the little kids grab the microphones. And I'm, like, six. I get the microphone, and I straight up mock the Christianity. I mock all the Christians. I took, the, I took the microphone and I went, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then I handed it back. Everybody was laughing at me. And I was laughing too. Like, y'all are fucking crazy. I'm making fun of y'all. And y'all laughing at me because I'm little. And I'm screaming Jesus. This whole thing is hilarious. We're in a parking lot on Benning Road in Washington, D.C. at a Jesus concert. And I'm just like, y'all are weird. And I'm six. I'm six years old. 
And I know y'all are weird. But uh, yeah, the whole episode is hilarious and horrific. It's not horrific in the sense of like creepy. I Trinity to the Bone is season three's Teddy Perkins. Because it's completely off the path of the show normally. Uh, there's a Paperboy Easter egg. Because it's world tour, homecoming tour, posters up. But uh, yeah, it's uh, Atlanta season three, episode seven. Make sure y'all watch it before you watch this. Uh, Leroy Fury cast episode 61. I'm still doing this podcast. I have a title. I'm going to call it Trinity to the Bone. And Future's new album, I Never Liked You. Because I like Future and his music. And I like Atlanta and its episodes. So, uh, yep. That's it. Episode 61. I'm out. I've been babysat before when I was a baby. But I wasn't raised by the nanny. I was raised by my parents and my grandparents. Like, and the people who babysat me often. It's very simultaneously. I gotta watch Under the Banner of Heaven. I like Andrew Garfield. He's a good actor. Also, Sam Worthington's on it. It's funny how Sam Worthington has time to do other things and Avatar. Ah, Dainty Edgar Jones is on it, too. She was on Fresh, the horror movie with uh, Sebastian Stan. They call it a horror comedy, but not, there's not much funny about Fresh. Watch Fresh while you're at it. And be on the lookout for my new podcast with Chris Golden about movies. I'll drop the name eventually. But uh, yeah, man. Leroy Furycast, episode 61. I'm out. Tweet, tweet, TNT. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Furious. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch.